What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Heath Mulligan Project. We're back after a crazy summer. And what I want to talk to you about today is the Toyota method and your mental health. So, first off, what is the Toyota method? This was introduced to me by my friend, Mark Whitman, and this is a method that is used where he works. And there's lots of great books on the Toyota method, uh, lots of great blog posts. Uh, I have not ordered the book. There's actually a book written by the people from Toyota on their method. And essentially what the Toyota method is, is you, you simply ask the question, why, five times to get to really the root issue of your problem. So if, you know, if something's not working right on a car, hey, why is this blinker not working? Well, this cord or this wire became unhooked. Well, well, why did this cord or wire become unhooked? Well, the, the, you know, the enclosure isn't tight enough. Well, why isn't tight enough? Well, we've got the, we've got the wrong size screw in there. Why did we do that? Well, we didn't have the right size screw. Anyway, that's a terrible example, but you're under, you understand what I'm getting at. Now, what, how does that apply to mental health? Let me first state, I am not a mental health expert, not a doctor, not a licensed counselor. I'm not a psychologist. I am just a guy. A guy who is having a great year. A lot of great things have happened. Some great things happened during the summer. But during the summer, I got thrown out of my rhythm because I started traveling and I wasn't able to do, I wasn't able to have my regular routine. And even back earlier in the year, I had a routine of, I was reading while I was riding the, the exercise bike every day. And so I was killing two birds with one stone, but then I started lifting weights and going to the gym and I wasn't able to read. And so I'm trying to figure all that out. But toward the end of the summer, late June, July, into even into August, you know, we're still in early August here, 2021, I found myself just in a mental funk. And I described it to my accountability partners as I felt like I was in a tailspin. I wasn't I wasn't sad or anything like that. I wasn't, um, I wasn't thinking bad thoughts. You know, I was you know, there was no, uh, you know, there, there was no self-harm thoughts, anything like that. I just felt like I was in a tailspin, like things were just kind of spinning. I hadn't started dropping yet, but it was, it was very clear you know, something's not right here. And I started, for me, 
depression is more of a is a physical thing. Now, depression, it's not just about how you feel. Depression, as we know, has to do with all these chemicals in our brain. And depression, many times, can it be can it be onset by bad choices we've made or secrets we're trying to keep or addictions we're trying to hide? Absolutely, but there's a lot of times our chemicals just get out of whack. We haven't done anything wrong. And it just happens. And, and, and sometimes it's just a part of life. At least it is for me. And so I found myself in this tailspin. And, and it's not a fun place to be. It affects you physically. It affects you emotionally. It affects you mentally. And so over the last week or two, I've just started asking the question, man, why? I had a great summer. Our youth camp could not have gone any better, I don't think. One of the least stressful youth camps we've ever had. Uh, the, our, our family camp here in South Carolina went also tremendously well. I'm not sure how it could have gone better. I had an opportunity to speak. I thought it went tremendously, better than I, even I expected. Uh, in, in preparing for that, developed a a message that I just shared this past weekend at Community Church of the Nazarene in Greenwood. And uh, I'm going to share that on, on social media because uh, it didn't get recorded at camp because of a, I, I don't know, camera malfunction. It was my camera, so nobody to blame but me. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I had a good summer. Went to Universal Studios, went to Carowinds, went to Six Flags, all these really good things. Now, part of it could be, why am I in a tailspin? Because I was, I was doing so many things that make me happy. I got to travel. I got to see friends. And then all of a sudden, boom, that was over. So maybe, maybe the first question, why? Well, why am I in a tailspin? Well, I came off the road. I'm, I'm, I came off all of these highs that were back to back to back to back. And I just had a crash. But I was also out of my rhythm. Well, why? Well, I was traveling. There was nothing I could do about it. I wasn't going to the gym every day. I mean, yeah, my goal this year was to exercise 30 minutes a day. I did not achieve that. But you know what? It's not the end of the world. Could I have, uh, were there times, could I have made time when I was traveling, when I was at camp? Absolutely, that was my intention. I actually took exercise equipment to camp. Uh, to camp. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be tracking like 10,000 steps a day. I'm, I'm getting my exercise in, and we play basketball. So I was exercising. But again, I, why? It, it, so it wasn't just about a rhythm of exercise. It was about a rhythm of prayer. A rhythm of reading the Bible. A rhythm of, of gratitude. As you, as you know, my goal... Every day is to post three things I'm grateful for, to post a, a picture or a verse or something, a prayer. And if you noticed, that's been all over the map. As far as, have I done it every day? Yes. But some days it's at 6.30 a.m. 
Some days it's been at 6.30 p.m. Some, some days it's been after 11 o'clock at night. I remember one day, it was a Sunday, and we were getting ready to let out of church, and I get a message, hey, are you you're not going to post post your prayer for today? And I just hadn't done it that morning. So you keep asking why, and you say, okay, maybe I've fallen back in some bad habits. Why? Maybe, you know, then I noticed, man, my diet is, is jacked up. And, and I understand now all of it ties together. If you see me, if you see me overeating, if you see me snacking on unhealthy stuff, you should know right away. And if you're my friend, you call me out on it. If I'm, if I'm snacking, if I'm doing all of that, it why? Because I'm anxious. That's how I try to fight anxiety. I try to, to fight that that burning sensation in my brain. I try to I try to fix it with with food. One thing I think I've talked about this during the pandemic last year. I stopped biting my fingernails, and I was so proud of that. And I, I had done so good. And then I noticed about three weeks ago, I'm I riding in the car. I'm like, oh my goodness, I am biting my fingernails. Why? Because something's going on here. There's my, my, I'm anxious. Why am I anxious? Well, I was anxious because there were some things that I procrastinated. Why did I procrastinate? I procrastinated because there were some things I was afraid of. There were conversations I was afraid of happening. I was afraid of disappointing people. Why was I afraid of disappointing people? Boom, boom, boom. And you see where I'm going with this. You dig deeper and you dig deeper and you dig deeper. And the Toyota method gets you to the root of the problem, with which, all, with, which often, if we're talking about uh, not a corporation, not building cars, but if we're talking about building people, oftentimes for me, asking those five whys leads me to looking in a mirror. It doesn't lead me to pointing the finger at someone else. It leads me to a realization of something I have done that I need to correct or repent of or ask forgiveness of or tell someone I'm sorry tell myself I'm sorry forgive myself but then the other is maybe you uncover something it was done to you. Maybe you were hurt. Maybe you were the one on the receiving end of negative word or a harsh word or misunderstanding. And maybe it's just being honest to say, wow, this is affected me more than I realized.
and this this incident, this emotion, this happening, it has it's festered. It's you know you you've tried to kind of hide it away. You've you've tried to put it in the hallway closet, and when you do that, your brain knows. Your brain knows. Hey, hey, hey! We got this thing that's unresolved. We got this. We got this loop. We got to close. And the more you procrastinate it, and the more you put it off, your brain does not stop worrying about that. And that's when the stress, and that's when the anxiety, it all starts bubbling to the surface. And sooner or later, you find yourself in a tailspin. I think, you know, Toyota, are, are they not the most successful car maker in the world? Got to be in the top two, you'd think, if not the top. So they're doing something right. And I think if we as individuals... If we as Christians, as leaders, pastors, teachers, administrators, if we want to grow, then this is a wonderful method to implement. And it's not just a method to help you grow. It's not just a method to help open your eyes to really what's going on to your with your mental health, but... It can really get to get you to the next level. It's not just about finding a solution. It's not just about being healthy. It's not just getting back to a like I don't want to just stop this tailspin. It's not just about getting to that baseline. It's about growing. It's about finding that next level. Now, I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful. And I am certainly not advocating that the Toyota method is the end-all be-all solution for your mental health problems or issues or stuff you're dealing with. I 100% believe in seeing a counselor, seeing a therapist. I 100% believe in uh, seeing your primary physician, getting medication if you need it. Those are wonderful tools. They're wonderful things. I certainly think that that strengthening your, your faith and prayer. I think it all works together. I think exercise works together. I certainly know that the days that I exercise, I'm certainly in a better place mentally than I am when I when I don't exercise and when I don't do those things. I think what I'm trying to to say, I, I think the heart of my message today is this. If you're listening to this and you're in and you feel like you're in a tailspin or, or maybe you're in a, you're in a really bad place mentally. You may be at a point where you don't even need to be thinking about the Toyota method. You need to make the call. You need to seek help. And you certainly I would encourage you to do that and listen if you're scared or not sure what to do. Uh, you send me a message on Facebook. You can you can 
message Heath Mulliken. You, you listen, I'm Heath Mulliken everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Message any of those. You message the Heath Mulliken Project, the page on Facebook. You message me. Email me. Heath.mulliken gmail.com. It's not that hard. And we will I don't care if you live in San Francisco, San Bernardino, Charleston, wherever, wherever you live. We'll figure we'll I'll help you. We'll figure out where you can go and really get you the help you need to get you to the point where you can even start the Toyota method, where you can start asking why. You might just need to, You it might just be time for you to pull the fire alarm and, and, and get that emergency stuff going and, and get some help. But, I think for me, I'm very grateful that I've grown in my self-awareness. And part of it has been the journey of grief I've been through and trying to chronicle that, trying to write about that, trying to think about that, that I'm very self-aware. And, and I think part of it, I haven't mentioned this, is... Part of that tailspin was I was in the anger stage of grief. And again, I, you know, I don't think we're always in one of the stages of grief and I don't, they're not linear. They're not, you know, you don't go, we all don't go through them in order. And sometimes we go back, but I was just on a very bad stage of anger and I was angry at myself and the, again, these were these were some of the the answers I got as I started asking why. Why am I? Why am I eating? Why am I trying to soothe? What? Why am I trying to soothe something? Why am I trying to make myself feel better with food and uh, just my you know mindless entertainment? Yeah, I was watching a lot more. Uh, movies and TV at night than I normally would. Why, you know, why was I doing that? And I, I was trying to, I was trying to ease some sort of pain. And as I, I started, you know, what is this pain? What is, what is this I'm feeling? And it was anger. And I'm like, what am I angry about? Who am I? And, you know, why am I angry? And I was discovering as I kind of trace some of my thoughts, I was angry at myself. And I'd really been thinking about my wife a lot. And every day, every day, uh, I remember something. I remember something amazing. And as I kind of go through this uh, journey of singleness and, and think about, you know, what I'm looking for in a, and, and somebody to date, somebody to be in a relationship with. I'm like, okay, I'm looking for somebody who's like this. And I realize, oh, well, that was Karen. Karen was like that. And it's like, did I, did I not realize that when I was in the moment? And did I not appreciate that when I was in the moment? 
and why and what was wrong with me and he how you know and he got angry at myself and I think when we're angry at ourselves we it leads to self-destruction I think that's kind of what was happening there a little bit and I think I have am I still I, am I still experiencing some anger in that yeah but I feel like I'm also just daily becoming more grateful for the life that the Lord has given me becoming so grateful that I was able to be married to such a wonderful woman. Was she perfect? No, she was not. But man, she loved me. And I never fully understood how much. So, wherever you're at today, it doesn't have to stay that way. If you're in a bad place, there's hope, there's a way out, there's a way up, there's a way through. And sometimes it just starts with asking, why? And it's, there's nothing wrong with asking God why. you look at the scriptures especially the book of Job and Jonah and different things pretty much when you ask God why he shows up in a major way and sometimes the answer you get is not the answer you were looking for and it ain't the you know it's, it's, it's powerful and some of my most powerful encounters with God have been when I have been angry at Him because I, I couldn't figure out where else to direct my anger. And so I directed my anger at God. And, man, He... I was talking to somebody the other day and, and they just felt like that all they did was yell God away. I said, you can't yell God away. That's not how... If if you could yell God away, He wouldn't be God. He, he you know, He'd be just like one of us. But he understands. He he understands. While I'm asking all these whys, trying to get to the root of why I'm feeling what I'm feeling, dude, he's already there. He's already there with his arms wide open. He's there with abundant love and abundant joy and abundant peace in the midst of, and this is the wonder of salvation. The wonder of Christ is you can be in the middle of that tailspin asking why and being like what you might perceive is like the worst place imaginable but yet have this indescribable peace. A peace that passes all understanding. A peace you can't explain. And, and I think, you know, even at the worst of these last couple of weeks, uh, 
I knew I wasn't alone. And I knew that I was not on this journey of discovery alone, that, that it was gonna be a journey worth taking, that the questions were gonna be, no matter how many times I had to ask why and dig deeper and deeper and deeper, it was not just, it was not just a solo journey. It was not just a practice and self-examination, but it was the process of sanctification for me. That God was in it all and he, he was opening my eyes to things that I could not see on my own. And that really is the secret to the Toyota method when it comes to a believer. Is you're not just you're not just coldly asking these questions, but it's the Holy Spirit opening your mind and your heart to these possibilities. The possibilities that as deep as your pain may go and as deep as your scars might be, as deep as you could go, you will find the love and grace of God. to heal you, to comfort you, to carry you through whatever tailspin you're in. So my prayer for you is that um, God would open your hearts and minds to, you know, no matter what you're going through, maybe you're in a really good place. And maybe, maybe it's just like, man, how do we stay how do we, number one, stay in this groove, stay in this rhythm, but also guard against? Because when you get in that good rhythm, man, Satan attacks. And I certainly believe, I certainly don't discount that some of what I've been through has been not just chemical, not just physical, but spiritual. That there's been, you know, uh, attacks from the enemy. I certainly don't discount that. I certainly believe that. So... I just you know, pray a blessing over you. I pray God's protection over you. I pray that his spirit would illuminate your mind to the possibilities of what he can do. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Again, you can listen to the Heath Mulligan Project wherever you find podcasts and uh Apple Podcasts is different now. They don't have subscriptions anymore, but you can hit the follow button, and then there's also a download button. And there's always the the reviews, the stars. So if this podcast has been a lot to you, and again, sorry, the schedule's been off uh, this summer. Again, trying to figure out this rhythm, trying to figure out the reading rhythm, the exercise rhythm, the recording rhythm. Um, I'm recording other podcasts as well. But uh, I just pray, man, just, just God's blessings on you. And that as the school year starts, uh, well, I'm recording this August of 2021, that this is just an amazing year for you and your family, that it's a, a year of unity, that despite what's going on around us, uh, the pandemic and, and questions of, of what's going to happen here in the next coming days and weeks as the numbers start to track up, may God protect us. But God, may God also guard our hearts from fear. And may God also uh, remind us, 
not just to look to our own interests, but the interests of others. And as we deal with people who may not look at things the way we do, to have grace and to have mercy and to have conversations. That nobody wins a shouting match, but maybe to have some, some sit-down conversations over a meal uh, with people you may be disagreeing with. So God bless you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon.